Okay, good evening everyone. I'm deciding I'm going to say good evening. I don't care when you're listening to this or watching it. It's going out as a premiere on Earth, either a 7 or 8.30, so I'm, I'm going with a good evening. Welcome, but welcome particularly to this wonderful person sitting next to me, Claire Cape. How are you? I'm good, and I'm just thinking the sun is over the yard arms somewhere in the world. It is. So Which technically, we could, I suppose, have a drink if we wanted to, couldn't could, we? We yeah. could, but maybe, maybe not. Okay, Nate, we'll celebrate this by having a, a traditional rum now that the, the shadow of the yard and the arm is... All right, my, I won't drink anything. Um, I'm very interested to have you in on these podcasts because I read some... I'm, obviously, we're doing these political ones because of the upcoming elections. But I read some good stuff that you were talking about in the newspaper, so I was particularly... I don't really care what political persuasion you have. You have? That's like you are and have. I'm impressed and interested. Ashley O'Neill and a few other... What, what, Nick, who's an independent. Ashley O'Neill is a, a Conservative. Great. You're all talking about the... As far as I'm concerned, in my experience in sustainable development, you're talking the right language for the future of our young people, our ecosystems and everything else. Over to you, Claire. Yeah, so that's, it's interesting you say that because I think local politics kind of, in a way, transcends party political mm. and we do need to be cognizant of what our local people think yeah. and say, kind of overlaid with our own beliefs because, yeah. you know, I don't go for, what's it called, cognitive dissonance, all of that sort mm. of nonsense, you know, I have to do what I believe in. Yeah. And I really believe that we owe the future generations of Chippenham um, a better future than a massive suburb. Yeah, yeah, it's not looking the good, is it? Side. So that's been my main target of effort. Yeah. Over the over recent actually months. Yeah. Intensely over the last few weeks, but months. Yeah. Um, working with colleagues understanding what the proposal really means yeah. and using social media to get the views of the people of Chippenham and the people of Chippenham are very loud in saying actually we don't want this. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's impressive, isn't yeah. it? And yeah. I guess like, that's because people like yourselves are taking the time to make everyone aware of the issues. I'm not impressed, I have to say, with how... I want to separate uh, people from policy or, or from, from, from their roles. So Wiltshire Council, as a, an, a, as, a, as a word or as a whatever, is made up of individuals who presumably have information from elsewhere that give them the best hope of making the best decisions. But their consultation process has left a lot to be desired. Yeah. So. What's, what's been floating your boat about that? Because it's quite well, interesting, isn't it? It is interesting, and there is a track record of poor performance on yeah. consultation ever since I've been a councillor, almost four years yeah. now. There have been several consultations, and on several occasions, I've challenged and said, hang on a minute, the, the questions aren't... Hmm aren't right, you know, they're not, they're not balanced, yeah. they're not actually seeking a, a range of opinions, and going back to the HIV and the local plan, there's an appalling lack of options, yeah. and I've said to, I've, I've stood up at, well I can't stand up at 
can. You can't zoom, but no one can see you. <laughs> Midriff. What are you doing, Claire? Stand up for a run. You throw my computer out of the window. No. Um, <laughs> metaphorically, stand up yes. um, on on um, on teams on the um, yes. Wiltshire Council and Cabinet, and asked, why do we not have a full range of options mm. presented here? And actually, you need to go back and rework this whole case yeah. in the light of COVID yeah. and the climate emergency. Yeah, why do you say that about the, in light of COVID? Well, the, cli- the climate emergency, the climate breakdown, absolutely. And n- none of these things should have gone forward in, in anyone's, you know, if they were clear thinking. But why, why particularly because of COVID? Well, in my own experience, I mean, I work as well as... Um, what do you do? I, I work for NHS Digital. You can, you, if you say the words NHS, you do, melt me. I can't. It's like <laughs> Theresa Hutton. When I found out what she did, I thought, oh my God, I, I, it's just fantastic. Well, Tell yeah. me what you do. So I trained as a nurse. Wow. Well, um, I worked I as a nurse for a long time in lots of different roles, um, including managing operating theatre and day surgery, wow. and lots of different hospitals. And then I decided that I'd got to a stage where I'd been raked out of bed enough times yeah. for emergency operations, so I won't get to the gory details, in the middle of the night. And I got into project work, basically because out of making things better for patients. Yeah. Um, I won't go into too much detail, but um, I kind of moved around different roles around service improvement, and then I went and worked for a national organisation um, uh, about modernising the way that we do stuff in hospitals mm. and several strategic health authorities and different roles. Um, patient public involvement was one of them. And then I kind of landed up with NHS Digital, a little bit by accident. It was stupid from Southwest Strategic Health mm. Authority. And what I do there is um, benefits realisation, which sounds really boring, but it's actually understanding how technology enables people to work in better ways yeah. and then uh, figuring out the value of that wow. so a lot of it's to do with working with clinicians fantastic. Um, to, to sort of understand that fantastic so it's so a little bit technical but it's well it's but all, all of those component parts it's like uh, Catherine McDermott who, who works as a administrator for Virgin which I guess uh, although I don't think it should be any private parts of the NHS does a great job same as Teresa Hutton working within a, um, hopefully everyone in this country would value the, the yeah. every aspect of the NHS. And that's not to say that I just think blindly that everything that's ever done under the name of the NHS or anyone else is perfect. That's why you're working on it, looking at it being more efficient, more effective. But what do you think then, with all your experience of this interesting pay rise that the nurses have been giving. It's an interesting one. Or they hold across the board. Yeah, I mean, if I put myself back into the position of a sort of reasonably senior nurse in mm. the past, um, and if I was still doing that, I would have been on the front line yeah. over the last yeah, yeah. year. I would no doubt be working in intensive care, mm-hmm. um, and I would be as traumatised and exhausted mm. as mm. people that I see uh, in the media, and I would be thinking, do you know what? One percent is a complete insult. Uh, I was going to say it's, it's, it's a little it's bit difficult. It's a little bit difficult for me to comment because my pay is connected with nurses' pay, mm. <clears throat> and I don't feel that what I've done over the last year deserves anything different from 
anybody else in the world. So I think that I think that problem around the one percent applies particularly to those that are working on the front line. Absolutely. Doctors, nurses, physiotherapists, yeah. occupational therapists, porters. I was going to say everybody. porters. Please mention cleaners. Absolutely. How yeah. do we? You know what I mean? I just yeah. think that sometimes I'm not saying you would have done. I just same with sewage, but I keep saying it. When I write articles, whatever you know, sewage workers and and, and and refuge workers in our society, but in hospitals, every single person you come across, if they're not there, summer ain't gonna work properly. Yeah, I mean, we're all we're all at risk. When I think back uh, to when I worked on a ward, and we absolutely relied on the the catering staff to yeah. help make sure that patients yeah. got a decent yeah. feed. And if you don't get the good food, you Absolutely, and I think if you haven't got good morale when you're helping, and, and, and bless, when my mother was in, uh, bless her, when she was in her last days over at John Radcliffe, and first at the, the, the Western over in Swindon, you just, you want the people you love to be in the care of people that love what they do, and I think it's only fair then, as a society, that we just reward those. There should never be a discussion about pay around education or health and I think that it should be like a percentage of our GDP every year should not be in the hands of any political party political whatever for all sorts of reasons but the idea that you know this is how much money we've generated as a country this year every year a certain percentage without question is going to go into which I think is please tell me if you think this is wrong but the most important areas of our society educating our young and looking after every single one of us yeah. with every every health condition you can think of including heart brain uh, air ambulance that should be paid for we should yeah. have to raise money we shouldn't have charity shops for heart we should have it everyone's got a heart except the conservatives everyone but the i know you can't say that i just did i know i've got this little terrain thing going on no, don't I worry about you it can't. <laughs> you <laughs> need to oh i see sorry i got this totally wrong i thought that <laughs> no it's not again you know enough people have heard me warble on every day about um party polit- political i just don't dig it i think it's at its day i don't uh, i don't understand at a local level why anyone uh, would would even want to be associated with the national parties both Liberal, Democrat, now Labour. I mean, when Jeremy Corbyn was there, at least he had principles which he's held since he started. I think um, Lib Dems' principles are fantastic, but, you know, the unfortunate thing is as soon as they got into power, they did exactly what no-one wanted them to do, which was give up on the... the, You know, it's one of them ones, isn't it? Yeah, it's a tricky one, that, because actually it was only after the coalition that society could see... What, what you'd stop them do. What we'd stop them yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, 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 can agree. I, I don't can really see want that. to go into it now, but yeah. we didn't really make enough of that. And I remember se- telling yeah, yeah. our I leadership, yeah, actually, yeah. we need to be making more about what we achieved yeah. in the coalition. It was e- it's too easy for them to apportion as much blame. They don't care. But it's... Particularly people like Cameron, Boris Johnson, people like that. I, I don't, I don't, the reason I'm saying that is because of their backgrounds. I'm sure... I'm not sure, I'm saying this like a buffoon, but I'm sure that they, somewhere along the line, they're decent people. I'm not sure. But they have, with all the, the wealth and how they got their wealth and how, they, uh, how they've made their money and how they've inherited money from slavery, all sorts of ways of looking at what they've done, um, they could have made a better job of being more humane. And I think that you guys, and I, I'm not going to put you in the same category because I see you as a local person who works for the NHS, which basically goes without any reproach at all, 
and I get why people join parties because I've met other councillors, prospective councillors, not just this time, all the time, all mm-hmm. in meetings and stuff, who say, well, you, you know, you never get anything done if you're an independent. I, I think you should only be independent. So I think at local level, right up to county, you should only be only independent. Yeah, I mean, some towns have chosen to Hasn't go that way. Yeah, and um, Melksham is now... I love it. Independent. I love Melksham. I love it. some great work over there. Yeah, I mean, great it's... People. It's... I haven't worked in that way. I've only mm. worked um, in a party political mm. uh, way. But having said that, on, on Chippenham Town Council, we actually align more around uh, an issue than... You, hope, you see what I'm saying? One would hope that that was a normal democratic process, that you've got a group of people that come together. What's the issue? You know, yeah. Is the issue going to be solved financially or is it going to be solved by whatever? And you look at it and you take good advice from, you know, from people like yourselves and other people outside and say, OK, look, we're representing the community. These are the issues. Um, how do you think it's the best way? Now, I, I've met a lot of councillors in my time and I cannot believe that, A, that they've had the time or the experience to come up with any informed ideas and then mm. people say, yeah, but surely that's what the officers of councillors are for. It's really interesting you say that because I think that's one of the areas that my, the job that I do now really helps me as a councillor right. because going back to what I was saying about benefits realisation, to put it in a really straightforward way, a benefit is a problem going away. So we need to understand what the problem is in order to solve it. And we don't just say, okay, we're going to have this, that or the other widget. Okay, what, what, what are we not having good enough information about patients reaching the pharmacist, for example? Okay, how might we fix that? Look at different options. Come up with the, the one that delivers what the pro- you know, against yeah. the problem yeah. um, in the best value way. Doesn't sound like rocket science, does it? No, but it but sounds like a practical back, application of what's needed. To, if you go back to the local plan, yeah. what's the problem we're trying to solve? An inflated number of houses yeah. that isn't even true. Yeah. Um, where are the options? Yeah. There aren't any. Yeah. We've just landed on a solution. <laughs> so I'm so I, that's why I find the whole thing so frustrating because it's it's it's, it's basic. It's yeah. like what's the problem? Yeah. Then we work out the solution and yeah. we make up use cases and all the rest of it. It gets start getting technical. But if if you if you try and break it down into those two steps, then mm. then you're much more likely to come up with the right answer instead of what I keep saying. This is the wrong answer to the wrong problem. Absolutely. Do you not think again? This is the problem with party politics. You have a, 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 in the case of the Conservatives, so any, any local Conservative, please don't feel offended by this because I don't believe that you could possibly be a real Conservative and live in this town. You couldn't. You, 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 you don't come from the right demographic, you don't have the right history, and I don't think you do. I think you'd have to be a member of the elites, you'd have to be a member of the 1% to truly be a Tory, to yeah, truly actually, be... Yeah, you're probably right, right. actually, because I don't see the... The, the kind yeah. of behaviour that we see oh, all the, yeah, in the absolute, cabinet. Absolutely. I can't, I can't believe that you could. I've known a few uh, uh, people that are Tories. Tories. Listen to me saying it. Like bandits. But, you know, that are Conservatives. And you just go, really then? Are you? Can you possibly be? 
you can't be, can you? Because they don't. I, I, I'm sure that there's a there's a whole lot of propaganda. It gets people thinking that yeah, yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> we're conservatives. It's like well, you're not. Yeah, you? I'm just like you? like a colleague of mine in a, in West London. Really lovely uh, Indian lady, well of, of Indian orig- origin. Um, I'm not quite sure when she came. She came to this country as a child, and somehow she got involved in standing for the council where she lives as a Tory. Mm-hmm. Oh, and she phoned me up and she said, oh Claire, I'm really excited, you know, I'm going to be, and I'm like, really? Tories? Are you? Because I knew her mm-hmm. enough to think, yeah. well, that's not really yeah. your values. And then, of course, she wanted to know how to do campaigning and all the rest of it. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> think I really want to go there <laughs> for my opposition party, even yeah. though it's in a different part of the yeah. country. Yeah. Um, so I just sort of laid it on and you need a lot of data to really understand what you're doing. And, um, yeah, I, I keep banging on the phone. She didn't get in, but... I mean, she. I think she felt she fought yeah. quite a good campaign with her colleagues, but um, I just thought she's been picked by the wrong party. Yeah. yeah, and I think that there's there's all the machinations of how majorities are reached, and I, I keep banging on about this. I'm going to ask you the same questions I've asked previous people. Um, see, I think that you shouldn't be allowed to be an MP unless you've lived in a constituency for more than five years. You shouldn't be able to send your children if you have them to any other school but the one in your constituency. You shouldn't be able to have the medicine, NHS, except for the provision in your constituency. This enlightened, vested self-interest, and you should have to have served on either the town, parish, or county council. This enlightened, vested self-interest would mean that any votes that were ever taken about any issues would always have those politicians going, well, I know the people, I've lived there at least five years, I know the people, I know some of the needs, uh, hopefully all the needs, uh, I also know that if I don't make sure that the school in my constituency is equally funded as everyone else, my own children are going to suffer, my own family is going to suffer. I think that there's a massive uh, yeah. gulf between some of the upper elites, as they would call themselves, and the, the 1% and the rest of us as a nation. So to stop them using, using their money from likes of whoever to fund campaigns, I think that there should be a, a catalogue that's sent to our doors on recycled paper or it comes on the internet, which has got an A4 sheet just telling you about each party. Doesn't even, you don't even have to say which MP it is because it's just, this, these are the principles of Conservatives, these are the Liberal Democrats and so on and so forth. Then you read them, there's no campaigns, no one gets bored by party political broadcasts. <laughs> You can go to a channel if you want, like they set up a channel campaign thing. There should be hustings every year or every four years or whatever, even more regularly. But the idea of taking big money, because that's what happens in America, isn't it? You can actually determine the outcome of an election by how much money's in the pot. Yeah, totally. And it's happening here. It's happened here with the Saatchi during Thatcher. I mean, crikey. What they must be thinking. I I can't believe these people simultaneously believe there's an afterlife and there's any any, going to be any any punishment for some of the decisions. Yeah. They can't, those two things don't, don't. But anyway, what do you think about the idea of that uh, not being an MP unless you've been in a blah, blah constituency for five years? I don't, I hadn't really thought about it like that. I did talk to um, Tessa Munt. She's a, she used to be an MP, lived in, in, in Wells. Wells, yeah. Because um, the Liberal Democrats were always looking for more people to stand yeah. as MPs. Yeah. 
Especially in the West Country, it's quite a yeah, stronghold, yeah. isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. And I talked to her at length about it, not, that I, not because I was considering it particularly, um, but several people had asked me to think about it. So Being I thought, MP? Yeah. Yeah, I could so, see it. So I, I did think about it and I talked to Tessa and she said, if you're going to do it, she said, you really need to have three election cycles in yeah. you because you're not going to get there the first time and you might yeah. not get there the second time. And I was thinking, well, if I do that, then I'm not going to be an MP until I'm way into my 70s, so... So 20, 30 years' time? <laughs> stop it, you. Come on. You stop it. Yeah. So I kind of thought, nah. And actually, the more I thought about it, the more I thought, actually, I'm much more interested in local politics and being a councillor. And it's a different thing. Yeah. So yeah. if you're a good councillor, it doesn't necessarily make you a good MP. And if Vice you're versa. MP, so yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying about being rooted in the community. Well, at least no, five years. You couldn't, you, couldn't change, you couldn't change your nationality unless you've been here five years. How could you possibly? And I'm not, I think, you know, Michelle Donnan, bless her. I've spoke to her a few times, you know, I think she's a decent human being. What do I think? Do I think she's a Tory? Do I hell? Look at her, look at her background. How the hell could she possibly be a Tory? I mean, you know, I'd, I'd love to get them in the... I'd, I also think that politicians need to have polygraphs regularly. I, I think, I'm moving serious. I think that they should be... Um, go through a whole cycle of having to do lie detectors just to keep it on the level because there's just no way yeah there's no way in the world uh, that you should try be that on me this afternoon this no, evening. Let me see, but exactly but the thing is that you see you you, you, you don't come across as someone i'd feel the need to actually no, you know but if i was gonna there are a few I'm, local I'm politicians to, well, I've, I've never i've never thought about having a lie detector but wouldn't you think do you think would certainly, I mean, imagine Boris Johnson would never turn up to Parliament. Uh, Boris, you get a drug test and you get a lie detector test. Uh, listen, um, I'm off to the hairdressers, won't be in for a while. Uh, he's not going to do it, is he? So, but I do think they need to be held more accountable. And it's not because I want some war against politicians. I just know if everything that the, poli that the political system, the political class has done up to this point in history, and I'm, I'm using the Covid you know, because I've talked about the, the, I don't know if you've seen the thing, but we want to have a, uh, on the 21st of June, it's also, you know, the longest day, but it's also yeah. when Boris said that um, we can have large gatherings. It's pretty, pretty he didn't think about that last year when we were, they were having, about to have Cheltenham and uh, the Europe, 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 whatever, the Champions League uh, match. But anyway, yeah. him having this uh, unlock, re us having an unlock reset festival. Part of the reset is what are we going to learn from past mistakes, I mean right across the board, environmentally, socially, emotionally, because there's going to be massive problems with mental health. So even if, so when you were saying about COVID has changed what you were thinking about as far as the, the HIF and the local distributor roads and stuff, for me it's like all bets are off. There's going to be so many people suffering, particularly young people from mental health. They were anyway, but they just spoke yeah, compounded. Yeah, I mean, I've spoken to teachers. Yeah, bless yeah, teachers. I mean, yeah. Obviously, we're not canvassing at the moment, um, so I'm thinking back to sort of before Christmas, and by the same token, I can walk through Pewsham and I talk to people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the teachers I've spoken to are really worried. Yeah. Really worried. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I sort of think, oh, it's been a pretty tough year. Yeah. Um, but at our age, a year is quite quick. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I think back to when I was a child, teenager, a year was a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Kids are so very social animals. I mean, I can't imagine what it must have been like for them to go back to school yesterday after over two months, yeah. three months, really, if you count Christmas. Yeah. And that would have been an eternity. Oh, yeah. We, we, we work with vulnerable kids. That's part yeah, of our, yeah. our day thing. So we have a lot of contact with them, and some have come in over the lockdown. So it hasn't quite been as strange, I think, for some of ours, because they've been out of the school system for years, some of them anyway. Sure. But I totally agree with you, the, with, with the blessings you, of the you're teachers. you're kind of just regular school kids yeah. that just like to hang out with their yeah, mates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really difficult. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I, I mean, I think, you know, the, talking about the sort of lost time, I don't think that's right. You know, I've heard people talking on telly and radio and stuff that actually, you know, they've learnt different skills and yeah. probably much more self-sufficient yeah. than you or I were at that yeah, age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they have missed out on social. The socialisation, absolutely. Part. So we, we'll, we do anyway, we run holiday programmes. Um, so we'll be doing our sort of... I, I'm loathe to call it a summer school. Every year I'm loathe to call it a summer school. But it helps, in a way, to describe it. This year it will help it more than ever. There needs to be a coming together, a, a, an ability. We do creative workshops because we want creative young people and adults because we work with adults Definitely. as well. Going into the world and looking at creative solutions, non-conflicting, you know, socially uh, equitable uh, solutions to every problem, yeah. whether it's because cutting up a pie. thinking yeah. is so important that that's not what you're going to get by an online learning for geography or yes. history or maths yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. You just... Yeah. It's probably reasonably rote. Yeah. Um, it's stuff they have to learn, you know. Of course. Um, if it's important, it's but, it's that, but it's that real... It's the interaction, creative, isn't it? It's the creative yeah. stuff yeah. that is so... And the, and the, and the, and the, the idea of people uh, coming together over different ideas that, that aren't by rote, that actually need the uh, collaboration... Yeah. When you bounce just the ideas, word was coming into my head. Me, just that I, sort of, yeah, yeah. That I think idea of, of and it, 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 today is a joyous day because we we you know we started to have our young people back in more, and they've all changed. And we've been on Zoom to them, we've been on phones. to Say we, you know, I'm generally yeah, on phones. Yeah. I wouldn't go near a computer possibly if you ever paid me, but pay me and I'll see. But the idea of seeing them, they physically grown, intellectually grown, and it's like wow. It's really interesting, yeah, yeah. like they've revisited us, even though we've been in constant contact. They are, and, and I guess, like everyone, their, their experiences have helped form them. And that's going to be an interest. It's going to be plays and films and yeah. you know, books, yeah. isn't there, for, for, like, for a long time. Well, you think that, you know, that for this generation, it's, it's not the same, but it's the equivalent to the world war that our grandparents... Absolutely. Oh, it's a big trauma thing, had. isn't it? Change, change of the world, I agree. And I think lots of things change after those. Yeah. So I'm saying the reset, uh, there's so many, so many um, aspects. I can't believe that anyone that witnessed um, some of the, no, I was say, temporary re rewilding of towns and cities throughout the world where wild animals were starting to wander down high streets where the water. Ghosts that went into Shandon, Absolutely. I mean, you <laughs> know, it's. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, dolphins and whales are the, uh, uh, Myers uh, from Croatia. So, a fantastic football team and brilliant seaside, uh, the Adriatic. That's had whales and all sorts of uh, 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 mammals coming back into it. 
because there's no big cruise ships coming up and down, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. kind of really got to work out what our interrelationship is with nature because I bang on about this for years and do lots of workshops on it, but we are a part of nature, not apart from nature. And anyone that's looked at all those, it's all, it was almost, it was almost a, a uh, extinct, extinction rebellion um, dream, wasn't it? That the, if, the idea that you could stop aeroplanes, that you could stop yeah. all this nonsense going on, and people go, you can't stop. You can't, I don't know why they were talking like this, Claire, but imagine it was someone like this saying, you can't stop the economy, the economy, the, the markets, this, that, and they're really, can't you? you oh, can. look, guess what? You can, and you did, and look what's happened. Yeah. Everything's got I mean, better. I like to think of it as, I mean, uh, agree with me or not. But, but I do. You, but if you, think, if you think of the sort of Gaia theory, yeah. you know, it's Mother Earth saying, do you know what? You're trashing yeah. this world. One last chance. Here's something to make you stop. Stop and think. Oh my God, and I it, agree with you. And it actually... I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. I know I would, because yeah. you're totally right. Now, some people listening to this might go, why are they talking about this guy theory? We'll check it out. We'll... Shall I get Louis Jules to do this? He hates it when I do it. I'm not an expert in it, no, no, but no, I, have, I have read a I little bit about it. I'm not it. me too. But it just makes, makes sense. sense. There you go. It's... And, and, and the planet... We'll look after ourselves. We talk about saving the planet. No, yeah, we no way. Save ourselves. I love you. That's exactly it. It's our the humanity. planet will, will kill yeah. us off. Yeah. And we'll recover. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like it did after all the, or she did, yeah. after all the other extinctions. Absolutely. And it's. So if it, it, it spins at a thousand miles an hour through ever an expanding space, the sun burns, as long as it burns, we have that interrelationship. Say we, we don't. We're the only, we're, we are bizarre, aren't we? We're, we the are only, so arrogant. Yeah, and destroying our own habitat. We well, are, are. We are crazy. We're, we're so, as a, as a, as a species, this is, this is a bit wacky, but we are arrogant like Tories. It's a terrible yeah. thing to say. Oh <laughs> my God, I cannot believe. Claire, you've come on this show <laughs> and you're insulting the Tories. That's no, my job. No, 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 no. no. I'm, no. I'm just saying it, 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 it's it's a it's a thoughtless and it's it, yeah removed from it. As it's if, removed as if, yeah. from the consequences. Yes. It's as um, if you can go to another planet. I've been no, I've been no, in lots of different. Why do you think they're going to Mars? Oh, it's oh. right. We'll trash this one. We'll Whoa. just go to another one. Right. So this we'll this painting here, lost humanity. <laughs> right. It says up there, looking for the stars for a hope of the sign of life. Right. Yeah. Or hope, actually, not the sign of life. There's a whole bit of this that song, and it's the actual theme tune to this this podcast about looking at Mars. This was written a few years ago, but um, lovely Melanie Seacombe did it and sang it for us. But those words are: it's it's we have a strange uh, capacity as human beings to cut somehow, uh, and I think it's partly our education, social education, our indoctrination, and that's partly the you know the, the responsibility of hundreds of years of organised religion whatever that good it did and then organized politics who basically been indoctrinating and filling us full of ridiculous ideas all of those all of those economic ideas that do not and have not since the industrial revolution taken into the account the detriment or the or, or the erosion of the natural environment um whilst creating uh the industry which has taken taken fossil fuels that have been embedded under the crust putting them into the biosphere 
and expect everything to be okay. And we do well, it or, or, or at least, at least, maybe they didn't expect to be okay or didn't know it was causing damage. But when they as soon as they did, you, you think they, we go, whoa! Hang on a minute, that was, yeah. yeah. And, but it's human nature, you know. We, we see everybody on a micro level just dropping their crisp packet. Yeah. They, people don't think yeah. about the consequences yeah. of anything they do, yeah. and that is, I'm sorry to say, quite an arrogant. Oh, absolutely. Um, Behaviour, if we could all be a little bit more mindful of the consequences of everything that we do for other people, a lot of the problems that we have in this community, in Wiltshire, in the country, in yeah. the world, would be on a lower, you know, uh, smaller yeah. scale. So we have to we, then... We re- solve everything, you know, I'm not stupid. But no, no, but you've got, we've got to start with, the, with, with what you've said earlier on. You know, when you're doing a consultation... Surely we've, you've got to identify a, a need or a problem or a challenge first and yeah. then agree yes. on a solution. Yeah. You can't, as has often happened, and I think it's because it comes from head office or head party that they say, right, where have we got our councils? Oh, we've got them, you know, uh, um, Wiltshire's always conservative. Um, they don't do that. I do that. Uh, Wiltshire's always conservative. We can try out loads of ridiculously uh, crass and inhumane um, destroy the youth service. I mean, good. Oh, I know. God, a in heaven. Talk about false economy. And if you can't invest in, in, in your young future, people, <laughs> if you can't invest in our future, what are you doing? Yeah, young people yeah. and health and yeah. social care. There you go. If you don't do that, you're, you're finished. Now, finished. this is where I get the, the, my thought of. If you're a real, if you're a real conservative, if you're a real conservative, and you happen to li- live in an ex sort of uh, slave owner's um, mansion house somewhere in this country or in the Cayman Islands, wherever it is you're doing with your money, and you're not stinking around your community, and you're shipping in people that don't really belong to those communities as, the, as your representatives, of course they're going to carry out your your um, orders. If your orders are look. Uh, we want to impose austerity on the masses because our mates in banking have absolutely, and I'm not going to say any swear words here, just in case you're worried, but I am going to say this. Our mates in banking have absolutely taken the absolute whatever out of us all, destroyed, I mean, the illusion. What's your thoughts on the economy? Because it is just an illusionary thing, isn't it? We do not well, need you, yeah, to have a stock market, do we? Well, when you think about it, we, had, we were in a mess. 12, 13 years ago. And again, look at the stock market before the pandemic. Yeah. It was going to do it again. Yeah, it just, yeah, it's yeah. always going to do yeah, it because yeah. it's a boom and bust. It has to be. It, boom and bust is, is, yeah. is the nature of it. And, yeah. and anybody thinks you can break boom and bust. But when you think about it, you know, we were in that mess. Then we spent 10, 12 years yeah. trying to pay it off yeah. through austerity. Yeah. And where did that get us? Yeah. Not very yeah. And more mental health, then, more people died, yeah, poverty, yeah. poverty. Yeah. If, if people were to really look at this, the statistic, I can't say that word, statistics of how many extra deaths through related to poverty because of austerity, uh, even Theresa May should be arrested and, and put in there for corporate manslaughter, yeah. let alone David Cameron just, cause, just so because. We, yeah. and then, so, we, so we spent you know, 12 years trying to get back to where we started mm. and then COVID-19 comes along and now we've spent a heap yeah. 
It's funny, isn't it, that you can, billions, you can find that. How do you find that? Where does that come from? I'm hopeless on numbers, but, you know... They're just made up. Yeah, it feels like they're well, made up. Well, they're made up. It used to be a gold mark, didn't it? It used to be attached to... The, the value of our money used to be attached to the price of gold. It hasn't been since whenever. And guess what? We could literally, as long as we've got the ink and all the other stuff, we could just print money forever. Yeah. And then this wonderful cronyism around the oh, yeah. test, and trace. Trust and, uh, test and trace. Test and trace. PPE. So Check this out, people. The amount they've spent yeah. on that, and I, I, I haven't checked the numbers, yeah. so I'm not going to quote them, but the, the amount spent on that, how many nurses would that have paid oh. for? Absolutely, absolutely. I think, see, there is a bit of me that thinks that they somehow, again, they don't possibly meet in, in, well, they probably do, dark, smoky rooms full of of opiates, uh, sitting around, you know, you can imagine William Rees-Mogg lying down on a lounger and go, I've got an idea, let's see what we can get away with. Let's see if we absolutely, in the middle of a pandemic, A, can give as many of our mates contracts as possible, you know, people that had never even heard the letters PPE put together, let alone understood how to make it, and gone, oh yeah, I can do that, absolutely. Uh, what does you need to do? Give me the money first and I'll go and get it. Yeah. Good. They did that, not good. But the whole it's, idea yeah. of this re- 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 redecorating Downing Street is... Oh, uh, Boris, yes. can I address you, uh, mate, a day to come back to Chippenham? Uh, you, really? You think that's appropriate? On the one hand, your mates are giving 1% pay rise to the people that saved the majority of people through this pandemic. Including him. <laughs> I don't believe that. I don't believe that for one second. That he, well, you think he, he uses the NHS? Boris Johnson uses the he, NHS. He, he was in St. Thomas's, which I... My two children were I, born. Where I trained. Two of my children. We both know it. Two of them. I don't... I, I can't believe that he would have... Well, OK, so if... Here's, I'll reverse the, the, uh, the, my, my theory then. If he was so happy with the NHS, do you think he has got private medicine, medical health care? Him, his father, his family, his sister? Probably, sisters, I don't know. Right, well, I will, I'll put some money on it, okay? I would be surprised if, if people at that level of the Tory party uh, use the NHS as a, as a, as a natural thing, uh, you know. Was he embarrassed into a situation where, like, which bit of the pandemic did he not understand? Okay, Boris, what you've got to do is we've got to not have people touching each other. Does that mean we've got to shut all the airports and all the ports and stop, stop big football shop shaking hands? Yes. Well, I'm bloody well not going to do it. Look at me. I'm Boris Johnson. I am as fit as they come. And now I'm touching people in a way that even nobody yes, wants to be his touched. Mate, his mate over the pond was yeah, the crazed, same, same head, crazed. Same head, well, not, well, have you ever, ever read any of his books, his dad's books? I haven't. No, nor have I. Uh, I've I can, uh, you know, I've got a few books piled up on the floor that I. Yeah, I mean, we should go to, to read, burn as not, soon as. But, but he, he's quite an interesting guy, isn't he? Old uh, Stanley, bless him, isn't yeah. he into the whole idea of sort of population control? I'm not saying there's eugenics and stuff, but he's certainly into. I think if people have got time, they should read any books about the vi- viruses and stuff that Stanley Johnson. I don't know, I'm just saying, it's a crazy old world, isn't it? And yeah, I, and, and there are some crazy thoughts out there that come from somewhere and might spark a different crazy thought that might yeah. be more useful. Yeah, but it, it does seem strange that there was this whole talk about herd uh, uh, um, immunity. Yeah, I wonder where that came from. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, exactly that. So, when you look at the pandemic, take it in isolation to everything else. Actually, that was, I think, just poor understanding.
thing because ultimately we will have herd immunity delivered mm. through um, vax program. Yeah. Um, I had my vax about ten days ago. Yeah. How do you feel? Great. <laughs> so we, 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 I was so we excited. It was a yeah. day out in Bristol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, because we work with the... Uh, all the shops were shut, all yeah, the bars yeah, were Exactly, shut, just a nice place that it's changing. But I had to walk around the harbour, yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah, made yeah. a change. I bet, I bet. Yeah, because we work with um, very um, say vulnerable young people, etc., and some of them are uh, particularly um, vulnerable, should we say, health-wise, so, so some of our young younger members of our, our crew have got their vaccinations. Two of them actually haven't felt very well. I woke, the, up, I woke up in the night think, feeling like I had a bit of a hangover uh-huh. so by the morning I was fine and your body has to do stuff yeah. to make it work yeah you know that's so interesting isn't it because I thought it wasn't a night, what, what one of those because now we've got someone with a bit of medical thing I thought those vaccines were quite new in the sense that they weren't giving you a bit of COVID and well going, they're giving I mean I'm no expert on it they're giving you a bit of the um the protein that makes your body create right. the antibodies. antibodies yeah. So the effort that your body is going through to do that yeah. can make you feel a bit yeah. not yeah. great. Okay. Um, I won't use any other words, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's well, interesting. I'm going back. Going yeah. back. To, you know, I, I spoke about um, test and trace, which should have been delivered through local NHS. public health. Yeah. You know, we, have anyone. Ex- we have very good people yeah. that do public health. Um, we have a, well, on a, on a week-to-week, day-to-day yeah, basis. Yeah, yeah. Why weren't they engaged public right Public Health England, I know some really good yeah. colleagues in Public Health England and locally in, yeah. in the council. But no, we have Dido, what's her name, make it all up from scratch. Yeah. And... It's, and it, then, it, it, and then, it, it almost begs belief until you... distrust. So, I mean, obviously I downloaded the app yeah. when it came yeah. um, because I knew that it was the right thing to do but a lot of people were very um, wary of doing mm. that and then I don't know the exact figures but I think it's only about a third of people have, have that app so I don't know how well it's really working and yeah. we're relying on local public health to do to pick up yeah. the test and trace where it's yeah. not, not um, been successful contrast that with the vaccination program now the government would have you think that they're personally going out and jabbing <laughs> yeah, people yes. in the arm yeah. actually that's yeah. not the case it's retired doctors nurses absolutely gps pharmacists it was a pharmacist that gave me mine yeah. working on their days off yeah. um and organized by the NHS, of course. and of course the tech for it is, yeah. is, is done by the organisation I work for. I've not been involved in that, I don't know any more details than probably yeah. you do, but it's done by the NHS. Yeah. The as it should to. have been in the start, so, same with the trust, test and trace. Well. People thinking think it's going well, you yeah. know, the numbers are there. The process yeah. seems to be yeah. constantly iterating the yeah. process, yeah. learning from, you know, there was that one that the uh, that had that variant that um, hadn't put the address on the thing. Yeah. They'll have been right on that and sorted yeah, yeah, that yeah. out. Should have been that way around the first time. Yeah, but they, nevertheless, they managed to find the postcode. And the, yeah. the, so, you know. Yeah, they, yeah. And I, yeah. again, I don't know the detail yeah. of exactly yeah. how that happened, but they sorted it out. And that 
that fail-safe will now be, I'm yeah. sure, well, um, included. But And it's a success because it's being done by, by the NHS. people who know what they're doing. So it, beg, so it, it begs the question, or it beggars belief without a doubt, but it also begs the question, uh, considering the, the, some of these geezers and young ladies went to associate good schools, um, how could it possibly be handled worse unless it was deliberate? Because you'd have to say, on the one hand, you'd have to hold your hands up if you're Boris and say, look, the fact of the matter is I'm the wrong person at the wrong time in the wrong situation. I thought I was coming into this, we, we'd pick straws when we were kids at Eton, and one of the dorms one night was a few pigs' uh, heads, and a few of us were going, look, when we're older, you, uh, Cameron, you, you naughty boy, you're going to have to be it for a while. I'll come in and we'll change the thing. Da, 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 mates, contracts, whatever, whatever. We'll have a right old laugh and I'll see you in the bar afterwards. However, unfortunately, if whatever this, however this virus came about, because it's not about conspiracy theories. The fact is, like Portland down, like everywhere else. It was going to happen to Well, of course, w- yeah, w- one way or the rigid. other. But if you happen to have... See, I... I, I like 9-11 straight away worked out that they, those planes must have um, been full of fuel, full of people and flown from a local airport. As I was watching the second plane going into the thing, I was like, wow, okay, this is what they, because I'm slightly crazy, I, sh- I should imagine. But it didn't take me long to think out what would be the, what would have been a part of the plan to have that, why would they have done it, where they have done it, and they're like, oh my God, it's horrendous. Same thing with this, it's like, Wow, I bet you there's. Oh, I wonder is there is there. I bet you. I wonder is there a uh, germ welfare or a lab nearby? Well, there apparently was. It's like, okay. Uh, so I was only coming up with some theories before. Now, now they start coming out everywhere. Go oh, and then there's Wuhan and there's this. That's like you going, okay, right. However, it came about. Let's just let's just imagine it was, and uh, we should all stop eating animals for starters, or u- utilising them in farming or anything else. Just let's just have plant-based everything. But we surely, looking as it spread across the world, the only rational response was to a prepare. I know that the the, the pre- preparation for mass disasters wasn't um, done, or the, the the PPE and everything else that's supposed to be, and that wasn't done which is negligent, criminally negligent as it turns out, that none of the preparations that any logical, realistic human being would have come up with, like, guys with a shot... It's back to that arrogance thing again. Or stupidity. Um, or deliberate. It has to be deliberate, sort of arrogant, denial, or stupid. That sort of denial yeah, yeah. thing. So you've but, got three but areas. I'm thinking, thinking about what's happened since then, since a year ago. Mm. I think we've just now got to stage. They've just finally worked out that you make a change and you study it and you study it for long enough to see if it's made a difference mm. and then you do the next thing. Yeah. Now that is not rocket science, that is know, basic, yeah, yeah. really basic yeah. improvement methodology yeah. Yeah. that I've used for years in, yeah. in my yeah. professional life. You make a change one at a time, you study the data and you see if you've made an impact and then you move on. And you work out which change you want to make, what what hunch do you have of what's going to have the best impact, and you study that. You don't go tweaking every five minutes because mm. you don't know what's made a difference then. Yeah. Because statistics will tell you you've got to look at it yeah. for a long enough period, and that's stuff yeah. that I, you know I use in my daily work. Yeah. And I'm 
reasonably senior in the NHS, but not that senior. Yeah. And I've studied it a little bit, but not to degree level or anything. Mm. It's not. It's pretty basic stuff. This. And yet, it's taken them a year to figure that yeah. out. So you, you exactly. So you, you, <laughs> exactly. You're, you're either going to say for me is either it has to be deliberate, and therefore there has to be a financial payoff for them, and there has been in lots of ways. I mean, I'm very. Uh, I think they should be arrested. I actually think they should be corporate manslaughter charges, and that for anyone following in their footsteps through through the hallowed halls of of Eton and everywhere else can go. You cannot mess on mass scale with people's lives. It's bad enough you kept people poor for this long that in a national, international crisis, you've acted yeah. so irresponsibly. And if they say, well, we didn't know what was happening, you should have, you know you what? They should have got it every was, it was known predicted. politician, like a, a war cabinet, and had them all together. So they it could. They did that. They had Cobra, but guess who didn't bother going to Cobra? Don't, if his name begins with Boris and ends with Johnson, I'm going to have to sing a little song. Well, I think. Time to sing a song? That was the one that couldn't even go to Cobra. Exactly. So, what I'm talking about, listen. Irresponsible. Boris, if you listen to this, which I know you are, because let's face it, you couldn't have anything else better to do. Tag him. Tag him. Say, Boris, bruv, come here, have a little conversation, because there's no way, even through his. I mean, I stutter more than he does, but there again, I don't get paid the money. Uh, it's it's you're, you're not wrong. It, it, you know, you're being kind by saying it's arrogance. I, you know, I, I can only sense. You know, work with human beings all my life, and it's kind of like, can any sense there's a there's a disconnect, and a, a lot of that's about their upbringing, and a lot about this about the you know uh, um, attachment issues that they've got from. Well, I only say it's away. arrogance because that's what I observe. Yeah. I don't want to make judgments about people's characters. Yeah. that's not about what I. And I have to make much of a judgment about so Boris I Johnson. Just, just read see, his history. I just see. Yeah. See certain behaviours yeah. and interpret them as yeah. arrogance. I don't want to say that. Anybody's worse than that. Yeah. When I don't well, you're a kind that. and well, lovely person, Claire. You know, I think and isn't that what we all think about but, liberal democracy? But isn't, but isn't that, <laughs> but isn't that what we all should be? Oh, what you would think? Wouldn't you think? Not, I'm not, not saying I am. No, be, I've got an impression that you are. Not because you give me that, but I've read about you and I've talked to other people and now I've met you. I think, oh yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm, I'm going, sorry, going, sorry. Back, going back to the hip. I mean, I did. I did I did have somebody approach me on social media saying, well, I don't agree with you. Mm. And I thought, well, you know, my business is to listen to people. So I said, well, I'd be really interested to hear your side of the story. And one Friday evening, we had probably 45 minutes on the phone, not even a resident of mine. Um, And he explained to me why he thought that the development and the HIF Mm. would be a good thing. Mm. And it was to do with his business mm. and his his own economic yeah. future. Yeah. And he had every right to put that yeah. view forward. Yeah. And as you know, as a not even his own councillor, but as a councillor, yeah. my responsibility yeah. was to listen to that. Because if every, if everybody had come to me and say, Well, hey Claire, you know, this is gonna make a difference for our business or our school or yeah. our whatever, then I would have had to, it wouldn't have changed my belief about it, but it would have changed the nuances of what what I was saying. This particular person is significant, tiny 
minority of the people that I've spoken to. Yeah. So, you know, I'm happy to say, you know, that for, for a video, yeah. but it didn't ultimately affect my overriding response to what yeah. was being said because yeah. the majority of people were very clear that the environmental carbon um, impact was significant, the countryside being ruined. I mean, I love walking up and down the Pusham canals just near my home, um, having a flyover over there, flyover over the cycle track. I mean, these are our heritage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just to, just to willfully wreck them. Well, that's, again, we so where, where is that? Yeah, yeah. That produces Those food. Currently farms. I would love to see our local farms. Can I say it? So I bet you're saying the same thing. In the market. Like to see those local farms, county farms, being places that local young people particularly learn how to grow food, and we exactly. had seasonally grown food that was in our markets, in our schools, in our hospitals, everywhere, yeah. in our and, in doorway, and, the and homeless we've, projects, we've cook, with cookery lessons, and all go. of that. You know, we can really be go. doing good totally. stuff. Totally, we need to be doing that. But we need no, to be. Well, if we just draw a circle around yeah. the middle of Chippenham, yeah. it seems to go there. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, that's fine. yeah, yeah. It's you know, I. It, if it wasn't for the fact that obviously somewhere is making, some people are making money out of it, no one in the right mind, particularly if they were looking at the climate breakdown and going, and I'm, you know, emergency, not climate change, as if it's some sort of like, oh, you know, I went out on Tuesday and I had a jumper, then I had to take it off, it was hot. Yeah. No, it's going to be sea rising, death, and, you know, if people are worried about, um, People Mom, being refugees people now. People worried about migrants now. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they forget. It's like a you know, dry land is, is becoming diminished. It's when half of Africa becomes uninhabitable. Absolutely. And Absolutely. those people will have just as much right to live to dry land. in this world course, as you, you and me. Absolutely. Because I think people... And they've been I indoctrinated. Then, I suppose then we probably will have to buy, build some houses in Wiltshire. Well, well, here's, here's the bit, you know. Or we you, could stop the problem in the first in place. In the first place. This is the idea, I guess. For me, it's it, the idea that, you know, people forget that it's people that put the names of countries and borders on places and as if they're written in blood. Well, let's face it, even in this country, let's, let's just take good old England. Um, how far do you want to go back to the times of the Celts or do you want to go to Anglo-Saxons or do you want to come through uh, which our, our current uh, royal family I say current <laughs> uh, royal family derived from what the William the Conqueror isn't it imagine that history is probably not better than mine I don't know I'm actually quite a really poorly educated nothing to do with my teachers just me, look at me. I'm very hard to educate. I'm as dumb as it can. But, but here's the bit. But we're right. We're all a right old mix in this country. You know, we've totally. been invaded oh, yeah, yeah, by yeah. Romans, yeah, yeah, yeah. Celts. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I'm, I'm Celtish. Yeah. Um, I guess I originated somewhere up the west coast of Spain and yeah. France and landed in. Wales and, yeah. you know, centuries ago, obviously, yeah, of course. I don't yeah, remember yeah. this, but... Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I mean, it was an afternoon, <laughs> we went out for a drive. My art teacher at school said, Clay, you must be Portuguese. No, 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 I'm, I'm Welsh. No, 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 you must... Be. In the end, I had to say, well, yes, I think the Milton was Portuguese, because she could not leave it alone. A lot there. of Irish, because of the Spanish... Um, exactly, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. we're blown off course and... 
but the Spanish e- e- ended up in Ireland and yeah, it's a place exactly. on, the, on the south yeah. coast uh, uh, called Spanish Point. You look at a load of and Irish like, people. You know, Breton, Bretons and Cornish, 100%. Welsh, you can all understand each other's languages. And Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah and I don't, and Iceland, you know, the, the Iceland and the um, Irish, there's a bit of similarity oh, in the... yeah. The Definitely their there. approach. I went across yeah. them and I... Yeah, I felt, yeah I, felt, I felt very at home. He said, drinking all night. All night because the, the, the sun was out all day, sure it was. Uh, yeah, uh, I think that we need to severely look, severely, seriously look at our local, well, we have to do it in a local way, you know, the act locally, think globally um, idea, which of course remains true to this day. We need to be re-imagining uh, what our communities should look like with the idea that pandemics and stuff are obviously can come out of the blue at any time. So we have to have, uh, we have, to have a society based on actual known need. So for me, that's shelter for everyone, that's fresh water, clean air, uh, the opportunity to have food. And I can't believe that if we have got this amount of land that we cannot feed every, and, and house every single person, not just not by building loads of new homes necessarily, but looking at what land's been allocated already to building and reimagine buildings that have gone by the wayside or brownfield sites or whatever yeah. but but I mean, to legislate for what we've got. You only got to look at this shopping centre, this shopping mall here. Yeah. It's really sad to see the number of shops that are yeah. empty. I mean, I thank God you've found a use for this one. Thank, yeah, well, I don't you know, know about God, but yeah, I can um, certainly th- thank Eagles, Eagle, Eagle, what, Eagle you One. Know, the, the, all of these chains, they're not going to come back. Half of them are fast. And the other no, half no, have no. learned how to operate yeah. um, online. Online. And that was always been talked about. Do you remember yeah, when this started to be looked at? It's just sped yeah. it all up. Well, I mean, one of my favourite yeah. sayings, what, what has driven transformation in your organisation? The CEO, the CIO, the the um, chief information officer, yeah. COVID. Yeah. COVID is the one that's yeah, yeah. driven the transformation. We're not going to be going back, however much we want to. We've yeah. got to find different uses for our town centres, and some of that is residential. This whole section here yeah. Yeah. would be beautiful apartments. Well, thank you very much. We can call around. No, you're right. I mean, there's, 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 you're right. There's absolutely a way to reimagine what the town centres would be. We're putting this into the neighbourhood plan. We've tried really hard to think creatively yeah. about what we could do with Chippenham yeah. in the neighbourhood plan. Yeah. Just wait till that comes out. And, yeah. the, and a lot of the Liberal Democrats, I have to say, have been involved in that because we really love thinking about what is possible. What yeah, absolutely. And without, so, so on a grassroots level, as opposed to having these thoughts coming from national governments, which if people haven't got it yet, there's like really... You have national governments. So it's so behind. Totally, isn't it? You know, and they don't care. If they think anything. Boris Johnson, I'm just using Boris as a, as a you know, he, he took the job. He, you know, he's, he's, he's got the suit, the ill-fitting suit, and he's got the address. So it's like you have to take these, the, you know, if this was a normal time, if COVID hadn't happened, the economy would have been panning. It would have been gone down again anyway. If you look at pre-2019, uh, you look at how the way the economy was going. In a way, COVID has saved capitalism because now everyone, all, you know, re, you know, all, all, all the world banks are saying, Ooh, well, you know, we've, we borrowed land. The Spanish like, 
who to, which human being on this planet, which human being on this planet is saying, well, I've lent everyone all this money to get you through a pandemic and now you're going to have to pay me back. Who? Who are these individuals? Personally, tell me where they live. I will go and kick their asses myself. Is it you ain't gonna have the money back, you lunatics? Money's not important. People's lives are. Do I make myself clear about this? Because that is quite scary for me. That the idea. It's interesting what you you just saying. Because one of the things the Liberal Democrats want to do is to have a universal income, so everybody just gets paid, and then over the top of that, you do stuff that. Uh, every single explain it but so, really in detail then because that sounds like a marvelous thing but uh, well I probably can't explain the full <laughs> we might have a little exactly bit of a problem how much it's going to no, be no 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 don't worry about that what's but the, the, the idea is that everybody gets paid a universal income yeah just for being and that takes out the need for um, universal credit um, benefits all of that you don't need because you everybody's getting an income. Yeah. And then over and above that, you can do stuff that's worthwhile and you can afford to do stuff yeah. that's worthwhile without being paid for yeah. it because yeah. your income is there. And so the, the whole sort of driver of the economy being about how much can I possibly earn goes away. I don't think I'm explaining it very no, well. No, but I think... And, I, 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 and I, I haven't got the, the, the full technical details. I but think the, I get what you're saying. I think that... Would, so basically, no one can fall through the net. We've kind of had it yeah. this year. When you think what people are, you know, yeah. on furlough, that's... Yeah. Hands up if you don't want eight weeks off every year and get paid from your own money. Remember, it's your money, people. The tax money. Yeah. Is it the idea that the, 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 the Chancellor of the Exchequer, my hoop... This that is our money and our national ability to either lend money. I don't agree with it. I just think that lending money. I don't agree the, the economy. The, the the stock market is an absolute uh, a coven of completely uh, inhumane principles ran by people that have no couldn't possibly have an empathetic connection with the rest yeah. of humanity. Yeah. These 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 shorts. Watch the big short, everyone. If you want to really be educated on what the stock markets, watch the film, The Big Short. It explains it in the most basic ways possible and in an entertaining and engaging way. Have you ever seen it? No. If you ever want to know about it, you do. If you want to know why the subprime market thing happened, it is disgraceful. Yeah. But, and it's still happening. How come those people haven't been arrested and put in prison? All of them. Each person that had anything to do, instead of getting the bonuses and stuff, every person, so you deliberately the did this. There you go, who runs the system? So the, and it's not the politicians, we all know that, right? So it's not the politicians, so if it's not the politicians, it's these multinationals. They are human beings, somewhere along the line, you know, I'm not going to say it's one person or the other, but it's a, you know, Davos and it's uh, the Bilderberg group and all those other people that sit around going how are we going to milk the masses this week if you look at the the whole process of how and who runs the stock market you can see that it benefits a very few really benefits really a few people um don't know where that's going uh-oh Ross Henning's back you know when Ross... here's trouble <laughs> that's it here is trouble um so you're saying that you as a group have got these really good ideas for the new plans for Chippenham. 
when how would people get hold of them how would they and this is going to be before the elections how are people going to the Chippenham plan when is that coming out so well we have we have planned for Wiltshire yeah um, which I know you've got sight of because you've got a copy of it on the table there. The, the, and then, the Liberal Democratic yeah, pamphlet, yeah, we're using yeah. that to prop the table up. That's oh, not, fine. I'm yeah. joking. <laughs> <laughs> and then, obviously, we adapt that for Chippenham. Yeah. So, when we talk about health and social care, yeah. for example, we don't want to do something different in Chippenham to the rest yeah, of Wiltshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a system that connects up where yeah. you know, nobody's an island. The, Except um, the Irish. <laughs> Britain's an island, I suppose, but you know, we, we, stuff like that can't happen yeah. at, su- at such a micro yeah. level. You know, you, you could be, I mean, we could talk about, say, Chippenham Hospital, and oh, we can't close that because we, we actually need to look at health and social care yeah. as a much bigger system. Um, it, 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 one doctor surgery or one um, physiotherapy clinic or whatever it is. Um, doesn't make sense to make decisions about that on a very, very local level. We need to understand what that GP surgery or physiotherapy clinic or whatever it is means to the local community and take that into account. Not that the council makes decisions about how health care is provided, that's down to the clinical commissioning group. Um, and ultimately NHS England. And I'm only talking about that because obviously that's my, yeah, no, my, right. my background, but the principle is the same. Yeah. Um, if we're making dis- decisions about um, education or transport or, or anything like that, we, mm. we need to look at the, at the whole picture. Yeah. Southwest, you know, I mean, I'd love to say, I'd love to support the, the reopening of Corsham Station. Example. Yeah. What about that one in Carlin as well? That would make perfect sense. Yeah. Caution, it's got a railway going right the way through it. Yeah. Well, um, what about the one between here and Carlin? Well, it's a lovely cycle track now, isn't it? Well, no, but I mean, you, you, but, yeah. you, you, I definitely still have a cycle track, but here's my point. If we the were to. Yeah, yeah. If we were to, to, to reinvest in in uh, public transport, uh, so the, the, here's my re- reason, I'm on about to deliver cargo as well, so take yeah, loads yeah. of lorries off roads, take the, n- the need for Russell Loveless, uh, any distributor roads or any roads being built at all, because you, the actual problem is pollution, it's the cars we use. So yeah. it's not about uh, so the economy, it's like, that's an illusion. You need, to, you need to cut down on the use of cars, you need to look at how we have an infrastructure that links up the good people of all over Wiltshire, then the good people of Wiltshire to surrounding counties and so on and so yeah. forth. The existing motorways, which are already there, I, I guess we, we would... Um, if we build more roads, then more people drive on them. But if we, if we build more rail stations, yeah. then people don't have to drive so far I, to get to I, the I just, I, See, here's the thing. I don't, if we were going to take the climate emergency, climate breakdown seriously, you'd have to say to people... Guess what? You can't just everyone can't have cars. Guess what? You can't use cars that have fossil fuels. Guess what? You can't. If you do, you can only use them on certain days, and it, it, exactly, you can't like use in, them for leisure. Yeah, like you can't in Athens, use. They did that years ago, didn't they? They'd they'd have to, because why? Days. Because it, exactly. So we could, we should, and could do that. So the idea of we've got all these lorries and trucks. No, we haven't, because they're not allowed to come through the towns. What do you mean? You have to, have, you'd have to have a different way of getting the goods if there is in the centre of towns like this any reason to have uh, shops and stuff because 
as you said, these places are going to be reimagined because if people aren't coming into the centre of towns to shop for sometimes meaningless whatever, they're going to have to do it. They're going to come to the centre of towns for something else. Well, leisure or social, social cohesion is really important. Yeah. And, and there are shops, you know, there's sort of independents like Bay Tree, you know, shops like that. Yeah. People want to go to places Cousin like Norman's. that. Brilliant example. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that are a bit of a destination in their own right. They're Absolutely. nice because they've got quirky stuff in yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The people in them yeah. are, are, are going to talk to each other. Yeah, yeah. You know, town centres are for, for places like that. Yeah. And for services, you know, I know we've got a lot of hairdressers and vape shops and, and all of that. But They should be combined. Yeah. Do we know now? I don't know. But, you know, retail has changed and it yeah. isn't going to go back so we need to stop now thinking now yeah, yeah, yeah. that it will yeah. and find stuff that people do want people moan about too many charity shops and vape shops in the town centre you know they moan that there isn't a I don't moan isn't a good word I'm sorry I shouldn't have said that they they notice and they comment that all the supermarkets and all the petrol stations are on one side of Chippenham mm. and not the other and that frankly that probably contributes to the, the traffic as much as yeah. anything so yeah. we, need, we need to be a little bit more directive in in that it's, it's really difficult because we can't drive the market as a council no. um, but we could make it easier to, to not keep repeating um, you know there's about three, there's about at least two, probably three petrol stations in the um, in the Bath Road down by Sainsbury's yeah. sort of there. Why are they all together? And then you've got the S is it S O Shell? I can't remember. Um, and Morrison's across yeah. the road from each other. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Nothing ever. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's retrograde anyway. Just get get ready, get ready your petrol stations. Yeah. Because Last, build, them with, build them with plug-in. Well, whatever we're going to do, but we've got to look, really reimagine and everything. tanks, because that's another uh, possibility. Absolutely. Wherever it is, it cannot be fossil fuels and it cannot be, it cannot be distributor roads. Um, right. <laughs> I want to join in. <laughs> we should have a, I think we should definitely have a husting scenario on, online, by the way, because there's not going to be any hustings, is there, for this? The, the no, we did, we, did, we did hustings you, at the point we selected the the candidates get selected. Yeah, but, but, but we, we don't. Say? We don't normally have a, a free for all where all the councillors who are standing for election yeah. um, are, are are in there. Hi. <laughs> why? Yeah. Why not? Why not? I could do it on Zoom, Zoom, Zoom easy. Why not? Yeah, could, well, you could do. Yeah. I mean, they're, I think they're they trying should. to set up hustings for the police and crime commission yeah. because that's that's a lot more focused and it's quite easy. Yeah. But that actually, it's not that easy to get it. To get everybody to agree to do and it. We, and we do do it at sort of a micro level when we're selecting new candidates for a division thing, yeah. part of the process, because yeah. we, we obviously want to make sure that the candidates that we have yeah. are up to the job. Well, I, I, so I've interviewed most of your candidates. You've got a great team. I, I'm, I, it's everyone else I'm worried about. I mean, serious. <laughs> I mean, seriously, from, a, from an organisational point, a sustainable development organisation point, We've only done this, I guess, I mean, I, I just wanted to talk to, it started off just talking to Ross uh, about loads of things. It went on, truthfully, for four hours. I can imagine. We, no, but it's not his fault. I, I, would, I'll I take, turned mine off. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take a, a, a minimum half the blame. Partly, be, and this is the interesting thing, partly is because 
what he was saying was really interesting. So we actually have a conversation. It wasn't until we tried to edit it, and I had to, he didn't. We didn't get to talk about the um, uh, uh, youth offending or the youth justice and all that sort of stuff that he's been involved. With. So I'll come back again. We ended up having a four-hour interview. That when we tried to cut it into two, a the, the, all the, the sounds uh, went, the, the sync went, but. It goes on and on, so that's why we've asked him back today because it's like, oh my god! And, and I've got, a, I've got a list today, and we're going to stick to it. Because Maya said, we spent too much time said, talking about football. Well, not enough time, I think. But it's good, <laughs> isn't it? so, good, so good luck with the editing. Right. Well, no, it's just these phone people. Right. So what we're yes. going to do now is we're going to say thank you to you, Claire. Well, thank I, you. No, this thank been, you. It's been fun, you've made, and you made it really easy. Well, you know, I'm glad. Oh, was... I'm glad because it, I think, as I said, I've. I've We've had Theresa Hutton, she was marvellous. Pete Hutton, um, so two Conservatives. Uh, I, I've spoken to Michelle Donnan, bless her, and I want more Conservatives to come on this. Not because I want to berate them personally, I do want them to explain to me why they think they're Conservatives. That's just a personal mm. thing. Um, that would be interesting. I mean, for yeah. me, seriously, I'm mean, not being rude, I just kind of like, really? I do the same so thing with people who say they're about that colleague of mine, yeah. you know? Yes, yeah, 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 absolutely. I've no friends of mine that represented the Conservatives. And uh, now they're not friends. <laughs> I'm joking, they still are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. I'm joking, still. You're fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you. Now we're going to hand over to you know who. Good luck with that. This is, I'm going to have to stand up and stretch for a while. Clap. Clap. Thank you, Claire. You're great. That was beautiful.